Hey y'all, welcome to my podcast, Broken to Breathtaking. I'm your host, Alicia Olson, and in this podcast, I teach you all about healthy relationships, healing from trauma, and supporting loved ones through abuse and mental illness. If you're interested, then hit the subscribe because I update every other Wednesday. In today's episode is going to be a two-parter. In this episode, we are going to be discussing what confidence is and why it's important to achieve it. And in the next episode, we are going to be discussing 10 tips to develop more self-confidence. All right, let's get into it. Hello, hello, y'all. Welcome back to Broken to Breathtaking. Today, we are talking about confidence. What does confidence look like and why is it so important? Confidence is an interesting one because when I was younger and I was incredibly insecure, I didn't understand why confidence was so valuable, which is why that's one thing that we are going to discuss today. But first, we're going to look a little bit at what does it look like when someone's insecure and what does it look like when someone's confident? Just some things you can look at more options on the websites and podcasts that I listed below for resources that I used in researching this. But I'm just going to go through a few things for each of these to help kind of get an idea of where you stand, right? And what things you want to work on in particular. Now, the second episode of this, when I discuss 10 tips to develop more confidence, and I'll restate this again, but try to pick just one or two things to work on for a little bit. We can't do it all at once very easily. It get, tends to get overwhelming when you try to take it all on at once. So just pick one or two things to work on for a while. And if there's anything in here that you want advice on or you want to discuss a little bit to try and work out and figure it out why you're why, like, why am I insecure? Where is this coming from? Why do I feel this way? Then feel free to leave a comment. Feel free to email me at brokenabreathtaking at gmail.com and we could do... We could discuss it a little bit and just work through it. Whatever is best for you. All right, so what are we're gonna start with the negative side of things first. So what does it look like when somebody's insecure? All right, well the first one is somebody who's judgmental. When I initially saw this, my initial thought was judgmental of others, and yes, that could be part of it, but I think even more so it's judgmental of self. And that's kind of like, well, yeah, that's obviously, see, but it's true. Someone who is insecure beats up on themselves a lot. They admonish themselves. They're critical of everything they do. They're always psychoanalyzing and and thinking that they're just not good enough and this and that and all the things and just very critical and harsh towards themselves, which sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes can transfer to being judgmental and critical of others as well. So that's one thing to really be looking at. Try and watch your thought patterns and recognize what am I actually thinking? What am I feeling? And try to identify the thought process behind it. If you're feeling a negative emotion, specifically one that leads to insecurity, some of which we'll get into in a minute, then try to identify the thought that came first Usually it's subconscious, but try to identify the thought that came first that led to that feeling. And if it's a critical one, that is one piece of insecurity, is being judgmental and critical of self or others. 
Another one that I personally think is really interesting because I see it all the time is jealousy. I think it's interesting that in our culture we have this, in American culture, we tend to romanticize a jealous partner and it's just, it's just toxic, right? You see so many times in like YA where the partner gets totally jealous and the thing is that is a sign of some deep-rooted insecurity. Now this could be because of one of two reasons. The first one being the partner has shown disloyalty in the past. This partner has been previously unfaithful, so there is a reason for a lack of trust and some insecurity there because you don't trust the partner to make the best decisions, in which case you don't want to be in that relationship because you deserve better than that. But that's not what we're talking about today. The other side of jealousy in a relationship, and that could, this could, guys, this could apply to friendships as well. It's not just romantic relationships. When I was younger and in middle school, I was incredibly insecure, but that translated to me actually being a really toxic friend because I got so jealous of my other friends having other friends. And I felt like I was always going to get booted out. And it ended up being a very self-fulfilling prophecy because I wasn't as a good friend to be around because I was always so jealous and I was always so negative and insecure. It, I, I did get booted out, right? Whereas if I had been confident and healthy and happy, that probably wouldn't have happened. And even if it had, I would have been able to handle it with grace. I was not able to handle it with grace at that time. <laughs> so that jealousy is very, can get very toxic, and we tend to romanticize it, but it's not romantic. And really, really analyze the situation and try and figure out where that jealousy is coming from because it can destroy relationships very quickly. All right, the next trait of an insecure part person is someone who is closed-minded. They're not teachable. They're not open to learning. And this is a part of pride, and we tend to think of pride as arrogance, but it's not always that way. Pride can also manifest itself as an insecurity. And we'll talk about that. We'll have a whole episode just on what pride is and what humility is and, and, and all of that. But part of insecurity part of pride is being closed-minded not being willing to hear other people's opinions because it's a threat to your own right anyone having any other opinion could mean that you're wrong and being wrong is a threat and so people who are insecure don't want to hear anything that could threaten whatever self-worth they may have because they place their self-worth in the wrong areas and are not teachable. All right, another aspect of an insecure person is someone who is afraid of change. They, this one's also really interesting because it, it goes along the similar lines as closed-minded. It's a threat to whatever little self-worth or, or consistency that they have. Any change, even if it's a small one, could just completely annihilate them for the time being and that's not a, a happy way of living because things change all the time in fact the I think the happy personally I think one of the happiest ways to live is to not only allow change 
but to embrace change and even seek change out sometimes because that leads to a more exciting, fulfilling life. But when you're insecure, that is something that is incredibly difficult to handle. And we can have a whole episode two on on change and dealing with it um, later, if that is what you guys want. But yeah, that is one trait of an insecure person. Okay, another one is that an insecure person has typically a fear of failing or, and this is one that my mentors pointed out that I think is interesting, a fear of people seeing you fail, which I don't personally have the fear of failure. I really don't care if I flop right on my face. What has always terrified me has been other people seeing me fail, and that is an indication of a lack of confidence in self, in the ability to grow, in the ability to learn. Yeah. Okay, the next one is somebody who hides their flaws, and I think this is a this is a two-sided coin. Because on the one side, you've got someone who will hide their flaws and try to mask it and come across as perfect all of the time, right? And on the other hand, you'll have someone who is very exaggerative with their flaws. So I've met several people recently who were very insecure, and they would always be telling us and talking to us about all of the negative things about them but the thing is nobody really cared which sounds kind of harsh but it's true you know I have this one friend and she would oh like when I first met her it was always oh I'm so this and I'm so that and I did this wrong and I did that wrong and I'm just thinking girl you're a good person you are trying to do your best and that that's what matters Right? You are putting your whole effort into this. That's what counts. I don't care about any of these shortcomings or whatever because I know that you're capable of overcoming that. But she didn't see that in herself. And that showed because she was always talking and over-exaggerating the negative things because that's what she was doing in her head. And so there's the over-exaggerator and the hider who... Everything seems perfect all the time, but really they're insecure. And we can't judge that based off other people, right? This isn't for us to judge other people, guys. I'm not giving you these things to look at someone and be like, oh, they're insecure. That's not why I'm giving it to you. I'm giving you these things to assess yourself. Be like, where do I fall on the confidence to insecure ratio, right? Am I more confident or am I more insecure? If I'm confident but I've got a couple insecurities, what what things do I need to resolve? What thought patterns do I need to change? This isn't to go around judging other people. This is to judge your, to assess yourself. Okay, the next one is someone who has in, is insecure tends to be pessimistic. They have a more negative view on life. Sometimes they'll say, oh, I'm a realist, but they're looking at things with a very negative mindset rather than an optimistic or even an idealistic mindset. I think someone who's confident in self will recognize the beauty in the world with the flaws, of course, but recognize that themselves and the world has the ability to overcome and the ability to grow and the ability to learn. It's not set in stone like tends to be with the pessimistic mindset. 
The next attribute of someone who's deeply insecure is indecisive. They do not trust their ability to make decisions or to make the right, the quote, right decisions or their ability to learn from mistakes. So they just don't make a decision at all, which in and of itself is a decision, but they tend to be very indecisive and it's because they lack that confidence and that trust in self to be able to make a decision or a, a quote-unquote good decision. Uh, this one kind of, so the next one is somebody who is kind of a know-it-all or is overconfident. Now, to some extent, when you're developing confidence, you want to fake it until you become it. Not fake it till you make it. Fake it till you become it. The more you behave in a certain way, the more you become that thing. So to some extent, yeah, that is part of achieving confidence. I think the difference here is someone who is insecure and pretending to be confident and therefore seems overly confident or has this fake confidence is a different motivation than somebody who is insecure and striving to be and working to become confident. Because on the one hand, you have somebody who's just faking it for the world to see. And on the other hand, you have someone who's who's changing their heart and their mind to become a certain way, regardless of what the world sees or what the world thinks. So it's very different. And people who are discerning are a lot of times able to tell the difference between those two people. But you may have noticed um, in yourself or in others just that overconfident to try and, and it's that hiding flaws, right? That overconfidence to try and hide the fact that they're actually very insecure. Okay, the next one is excuses. And this one goes along with the blame game. People who are insecure do not own up for their mistakes or their actions. And usually it's this weird contradiction, right, where they won't admit that they did anything wrong or they won't apologize or they won't apologize sincerely. They'll blame somebody else. They'll make excuses. But they also are deeply hating themselves at the same time for making that mistake. So it's this weird combination of the two oftentimes. But on the surface, what you're seeing is not is making excuses, playing the blame game, and that can get really toxic, just like the jealousy and the pessimism and all the stuff, right? All of these things lead to very toxic traits that we don't want to have, right? We don't want to be the toxic friend. At least I don't. And I'm assuming since you're here, you probably don't either, right? And so it's really important to resolve that insecurity in order to be the friend that is uplifting to people. Okay, the next one. Someone who is insecure often ends up in toxic and abusive relationships. And we'll talk more about this in a second, but that is one thing to look out for. If you keep falling into these abusive relationships, reassess how you feel about yourself. Because the, the thing is, guys, toxic and abusive relationships do a number on your self-esteem. They really do. It doesn't matter like how confident you are if you somehow manage to get into one of these relationships and you're in it for a long time this usually happens to insecure people it just demolishes your self-esteem and your self-worth so people who are insecure what they what they do is they have they put out into the world right the vibe they send out or and the mindset that they have is I deserve to be abused. I'm not good enough for someone happy and healthy and confident. I'm, 
you know, this or that or just the negative things. And that insecurity attracts toxic and abusive people, especially narcissists. They kind of feed off of that, especially if you are insecure but have the desire to help people. That's kind of the perfect person for a narcissist to latch on to. It's kind of like when a lion sees a gazelle with a limp. They're going to go after that one instead of the ones that can run perfectly fine. And it's weird. It, that's that's just how it is, right? An abusive person is attracted to someone who is going, who is able to be abused, right? A confident person isn't going to take that crap because they know they deserve better. So insecure people very often end up in those abusive relationships. So if you keep ending up in those, maybe think about, okay, what thought patterns do I have that are lending me to being in these relationships, and how can I fix those and that's something if you need help with that feel free to reach out to me right or your loved ones or whoever and just to just to talk through it your therapist just to talk through it and try to identify why you keep ending up in these relationships because there's definitely a reason it doesn't just happen there's a reason right and part of that could be insecurity All right, and then alongside that one is people who are insecure tend to have a lack of boundaries or a lack of being able to enforce boundaries. And this is another thing that can come up after abuse or whatever, but that lack of boundaries really lends itself to being in toxic relationships. Okay, so those are just some traits of an insecure person to kind of get an idea. Not all of them, of course. I could never talk about all of them, but those are some. Now let's talk about what a confident person looks like. All right, so a confident person will celebrate the success of other people because there's not the scarcity mindset of, well, if so-and-so is successful, then I can't be, or if so-and-so is good at this, then I can't be. That's not how they think, right? A confident person has the mindset of, I am just as capable as they are, right? I can do this too. And so it's not a threat to them. So they don't even consider it. They're just like, good on you, dude. That was awesome. That was hard work and you put in the effort and and you're successful. You did well, you know. So they celebrate the success of others because it's not a threat to themselves. Okay, the next one. A confident person is open-minded. It's the exact opposite of an insecure person. A confident person, it doesn't matter what other people's opinions are they know that that doesn't reflect on their self-worth or their value or their opinion. If they're wrong, it doesn't make them dumb, right? And they know that. They know, I'm still just as smart. I just happen to be incorrect about this thing. So receiving feedback or receiving or, or having someone have a differing opinion isn't a bad thing for them. They're open-minded. They're willing to learn. They're willing to hear what other people have to say okay another trait of a confident person is that they are optimistic or idealistic they have a more positive view on life because they have a more positive way of thinking which in turn just makes them more confident makes them happier which makes them more confident all of this really just has to do with what thoughts you are paying attention to guys An insecure person is paying more attention to the negative ones and feeding into the negative ones and fueling the negative ones. A confident person is doing the exact opposite. 
they're acknowledging the negative ones, but then replacing it with positive true ones and and focusing on the positive thoughts, right? They're not necessarily blind to the negative things. They recognize that they have shortcomings, but that's not who they are. They know who they are and are confident and assured in that and that they and they know that they're capable of becoming better and they're capable of learning and growing. Okay, the next trait of a confident person is that they're willing to take risks. They'll try new things because and and they're open to change. Those things. Okay, so next, the confident person is also willing to laugh at themselves. And I don't mean a condescending, hateful laughing at yourself. I mean a wow, that was actually really funny. You know, that doesn't affect my self-worth at all. Like, I tripped and fell on my face in front of everyone. Oops, <laughs> you know. It doesn't affect who I am as a person or the fact that I am a child of God, right? I'm still just as worthy and loved as I was before. A confident person is decisive. Again, polar opposite of someone who's insecure. A confident person is always learning and growing. They recognize that they have, like I said earlier, they recognize their shortcomings and they're willing to grow. They're willing to learn from their mistakes and move forward. They have the growth mindset. Let's get better because I'm capable of it. The confident person is willing to admit their mistakes and accept responsibility. There's no, I'm sorry, but this, or I'm sorry, I just this. It's simply, I'm sorry that I did this or that my actions caused this emotion or whatever, right? They just admit when they did something wrong and they accept responsibility. No excuses, no blame, none of that. A confident person doesn't take crap from other people, right? They don't take crap from other people, but they don't give that crap back either. So that's a truly confident person because they respect themselves and they love themselves and they know that they deserve better. Okay, the next is a confident person will have firm boundaries and then a confident person is teachable and I wanna end the traits of a confident person and those are just some of them, but I love this quote from Rachel Denning the link to the podcast that I listened to from her and Greg Denning on confidence is in the description below. But Rachel said, confidence is exuding who you are. And I love this because it's true. When someone is confident, they can be completely unapologetically themselves. And that is really hard to get to that point. I'm still not completely there. I've gotten a lot better, but I'm still not 100% there yet. And that's probably the case for most people, but there's so much freedom to being able to just be completely yourself. And that comes from confidence in yourself. So let's discuss a little bit about why confidence is even important. Like, why should I care, Lisi? Why does this matter? Well, for several reasons, and there are more reasons than just the ones I'm going to list, but I think that these are some of the most important reasons that come to my mind. And this first one, personally, I think, is reason enough to gain confidence, like just this one alone. Being confident protects you from abuse and toxicity. 
because you will not be the toxic and abusive friend if you are genuinely confident, right? So you're not the toxic friend, but you will also not allow anyone to be toxic or abusive towards you. Christ is a great example of this because he was confident in who he was. He knew that he was a son of God. He knew that he was a good person and he, he was on earth to do something of value and he was confident in that. But he didn't hang out with the people that were condemning him and wanting to kill him or that were beating up on him or saying all these rude things. He didn't hang out with those people. He surrounded himself with other people who built him up and who adored him as he was. He didn't let those he, he still loved them and he still served them but he didn't hang out with the toxic people he hung out with the healthy people who of course were still sinners and still not perfect but were striving to become like Christ we're striving to become like God so that's I think something that we also should try to live by don't surround yourself with the toxic, abusive people. Surround yourself with happy, healthy, confident people. And people who are confident are better at doing that. Because they recognize, I am worthy of having good friends. Which you are too, guys. You, listening. You are worthy of having good friends. Or a good partner. Someone who is healthy and confident and happy. You deserve that. And if you feel like you're not the kind of person that they would want to be with, then become that kind of person because you are capable of it. And I know that sounds kind of harsh, but it's true. You are capable of becoming the kind of person you want to hang out with. But it takes effort. It takes work. It takes time. But you can do it. So you got to change that mindset to recognize I am capable of this. And we're going to talk more about how to do that in the next episode. But that's really where that comes from. So confidence protects you from abuse and toxicity. All right, the next reason why confidence is important is confidence attracts people. There has been study after study after study done that proves this point. People are attracted to confidence. And I mean healthy people are attracted to confidence. Narcissists, abusers, insecure people are attracted to insecure people and they end up in the bad relationships. What I'm talking about, I'm talking about the confident, healthy, happy people are attracted to confident, healthy, happy people. We attract what we put out into the world. If you're putting out negative stuff, then you're gonna get back, ne back negative stuff. If you're putting out positive energy, you're gonna get back positive energy. And that doesn't mean you have to be totally happy all of the time. That's, that's not true. You don't allow you you have to allow those emotions to pass through all of the emotions even the negative ones but it's about your mindset everyone has bad days and sometimes you got to allow yourself to sit with it and have the bad day but not forever right at some point you've got to have the mindset that allows you to get out of it and keep putting out that positive loving energy even if you're having a bad day and that is also something that is learned and takes time but that attracts people who are confident and healthy and happy and put out positive energy into your life. You just so if you if you want people in your life who are like that, 
who uplift you, who are fun and wonderful, you have to put that out into the world first because it's going to be a lot harder for them to find you if you're not. And once you change that mindset, once you start becoming that person, then you'll automatically find each other. It's like magnets. You just you come together and you start repelling those people who, like specifically narcissists, who are looking for someone to manipulate and abuse because they recognize, oh, I can't manipulate and abuse that person, so I'm going to go find somebody else. All right, so confidence attracts people. Okay, actually, on that note, confidence demands respect, especially if it is a loving, kind confidence. That yields respect. People respect you when you are confident and kind. They just do. It's something that we, we, just, we just naturally respect people. And those are the traits of a good leader, somebody who is confident but who also is kind and who gives other people opportunities to grow and to be empowered. Okay, that was a bit of a tangent. The next um, reason that confidence is important is that confidence gives you more life experiences because you're willing to try new things. And we kind of talked about this earlier, but when someone's confident, they're willing to try new things, right? That yields a lot more experiences. If you're insecure and you're afraid of ever going out and doing anything, then you're not going to have all these incredible experiences. And I speak from personal experience, you guys, because I was so insecure for 18 years of my life, right? And I had that anxiety and I didn't live as fulfilling or meaningful of a life because I didn't, I had that negative mindset and I had that negative view on myself and I attracted the negativity and I wasn't willing, as willing to try new things. There was still that part of me naturally because of who I am that wanted to experience the world so I did get to go out and travel and I did get to do cool things but not as much as had I been confident in myself. Now that, I mean when I was insecure, I would there were so many people that I would never even talk to because I just didn't feel like I was worthy of talking to them, which isn't true. I'm perfectly worthy. You're perfectly worthy of talking to all the people. Now that I'm more confident, like, and I, and for me, it was more guys. I was too scared to talk to guys because I didn't feel like they would like me or this or that, or I wasn't pretty enough or I wasn't funny enough or it wasn't any of that stuff, but none of that is true. Now that I'm more confident, I recognize that, yeah, I am, and I'm, I'm a catch, dude. So... So I'm willing to talk to people, not just guys, but all people. And I love it. I always have, but now I don't have that barrier of insecurity as much. I still have it sometimes, but as much keeping me from those conversations that changed my life and those experiences that changed my life. I just, guys, I just went and did, this is a bit of a side note and a bit of a tangent, but I just went and did this class at this dance studio that near where I live. I just went and did this class and it was this West African style dance. I've never done that before. And I was really scared. I had a lot of anxiety going into it. I don't get anxiety very often anymore, but I had no idea what to expect out of this experience. I didn't know who to expect or what to expect. I didn't know if I was gonna get screamed at for, for cultural appropriation, even though that's not what it was. I was just looking for a new experience, right? I was looking to experience someone's culture because I love culture I'm a culture nerd and so I wanted to experience this but I had a lot of anxiety going into it but it was such a cool experience and because I've gained more confidence and less anxiety right over time 
and through my relationship with Christ and through lots of hard work on my mindset, how I think about things, right? I was able to go in and I was able to have that experience where three years ago I wouldn't have. And it was such a cool experience. West African dance is so fun. We did the aluku and it was very different from anything I've ever done before, but I loved it. It was so fun. It's one of those things where you're doing it and you're just smiling and laughing the whole time purely because it is just so fun. And I kid you not, guys, as soon as those drums start going, you just want to move. It's like a spell or something. That was a tangent. But it goes to prove my point that with confidence comes more experiences because you're willing to try new things. And that, in turn, makes your life so much more fulfilling. So much more fulfilling and so much happier Right? Those experiences are really what help us grow and learn and become a better version of ourselves and understand people better and connect with more people and all these things. It, it's so much more fulfilling when you get more experiences. I'm just saying. So that confidence is really important for that. The next one, confidence yields resilience. Confident people are more able to take what life throws at them, what other people throw at them, than someone who's insecure. It makes me think of the difference between, okay, so the TikToker, only JS. You may have heard of her, but she got canceled hard. But I was looking at kind of how that developed. I was learning kind of how that situation developed. And what how it started was, even at the beginning of her TikTok days, if anyone left any kind of comment, even if it wasn't specifically critical of her but it was just like that they didn't like the video or whatever or so you know whatever the case may be she couldn't handle it and I think personally I think that was rooted in insecurity but anytime anyone would leave anything that she perceived as a negative comment it was the end of the world and then people ended up preying on that to rile her up until she made a massive mistake that completely destroyed her TikTok days but that was all rooted in an insecurity she already had. And when they recognized... The internet is, can really target people sometimes. When the internet realized that she had that insecurity, they really started poking and prodding at that until she blew up. And But I compare that to like my mentor, Greg Denning. I'm going to reference him a lot on this, guys. I love Greg. He totally changed my life. I mean, genuinely. So go check out his podcasts, which are also linked down below. But you compare that to like him. When people comment something negative about him, what he usually says is like, thank you. You know, thank you for your opinion. It doesn't affect him because he's confident in who he is. He's confident in what he what he does. And right. So he's more resilient to that. So you're more resilient to comments other people make. You're also more resilient just to life in general because you have a more positive, idealistic outlook on life. Someone who is very negative and already thinks that the world sucks, life is miserable, I hate everything, I hate everyone, is gonna have a much more difficult time when things go wrong than someone who is able to find the positive things when things go wrong. Here's an example of something that just happened the other day because it's kind of a funny story. And this is just an example of how the mindset affects the outcome and the experience so, specifically when things go wrong so I went camping with my dad and brother the other day 
and my dad's never going to live this down, but at one point, so we were up in Big Bend, which is one of the only national parks in Texas, despite how enormous Texas is, and it's beautiful. It's this desert. We were in this area near the river. We were about to go on this hike where my my brother and I were going to go on the hike up the can into the canyon and along through the river. Well, my, do- my, well, my dad waited with the dog because he wasn't technically allowed to come with us, and so... While we were packing up our backpacks, um, my dad was putting a can of bear spray into the side pocket of the backpack. What he did not realize was that there was not a safety on the bear spray. So when his thumb lightly tapped the lid, it shot out. I looked this up later. It shot out at 70 miles per hour directly into my face. And it hit... Actually, it hit my right hand. That kind of took the brunt of it. And I kid you not, my hand was completely orange. There was so much spray on my hand alone. And it was in my eye. It was on my face. It was all over my arms. And it hurt. (laughs) And, And this wasn't my first experience with bear spray. This was not the first time. But it was the first time it got in my eye. Or on my face. And... It was very shocking. So we spent the next like 10 minutes dumping pretty much all of the water we had, you know, two full water jugs onto me trying to get it off my face and it was burning and I was, you know, my eyes were watering and I was crying, right? Just because your eyes are trying to get it out. And my brother starts dumping it on my face and my dad's look Googling how to deal with it. And the only thing you can really do is rinse it off, you know, sit in the shower in cold water and just let it run over and rinse it off. But we didn't have a shower or a sink. So what ended up happening was I just got down on my hands and knees in the Rio Grande and just dunked my face into the moving water over and over and over and over again. And thankfully it stopped burning my face after like an hour, hour and a half. But it did not stop burning my arms and hands for at least four hours. But I bring up this story because I had two options of how to deal with the situation. On the one hand, I could have gotten angry and snapped at my dad and been like, oh my gosh, why did you just shoot me in the face with bear spray? Even though it was an accident, right? I could have gotten upset. I could have had that negative mindset of this is terrible. I'm going to be blind. I'm never going to... You know, this is just a bad situation. We shouldn't have done this trip. Like, I could have been really negative and I could have really sat with that negativity and been emotional about it and angry and all those things, right? Thankfully, I opted for the other option, which was, you know, just laugh at it. Like, he didn't do it on purpose. And it was actually kind of funny and recognizing, you know, this is actually going to make a pretty good story, (laughs) right? And, I mean, how many people can say that they've been sprayed in the face with bear spray and then took a bath in the Rio Grande? I'm just saying that's a pretty awesome, I mean, it it was not great, it was actually pretty fun in in the moment, it was painful, obviously, but it was still fun in the moment, because we made it fun. I'm over here dunking my face, holding my face underwater for 30 seconds, and then coming up and talking with my dad, and then dunking my face in the water, and then coming up and talking to my dad, and joking about something. It was a fun experience, because I had a positive mindset about it. How me, myself, in the past would have more been more prone to get upset about that because, gosh, Dad, why did you shoot me with bear spray? It's rude, right? 
but I had a positive mindset about it and that made the experience so much better, which made me more resilient. And so we were able to look at the blessings too. We were like, you know, this could have happened in the middle of the desert. I mean, we were in the middle of the desert, but this could have happened when we were surrounded by desert and not when we were right next to a river. Like that was a huge blessing. So we were able to recognize those in the moment. So that positive mindset, right? That, that optimism, idealism, confidence made me and my family more resilient in the moment. All right, and along with that, which I, I kind of talked about it too, right? How that made it, we were able to have fun. We were able to be happy in the moment. Confidence yields happiness. People who are confident, who are gaining more life experiences, who are having a, who have a positive, more positive, idealistic outlook on life, are happier than people who dwell on the negatives and who judge themselves constantly and hate themselves and hate other people and are miserable all the time. And thankfully, that is something that can be worked on. That is something that you can change with work and with effort. And sometimes it seems like it's kind of impossible. So we're going to talk about how to do that in the next episode. That's a good little segue into the next episode. We're going to talk about how to change that mindset, that outlook, how to gain that happiness and that confidence in the next episode, especially despite circumstances, despite mental illness, despite trials and challenges in your life, despite abuse, you can still be a confident, happy, healthy person. So we'll talk about that in the next episode. For now, thank you so much for joining in today's episode of Broken to Breathtaking. Just a reminder that I update every other Wednesday. So if you haven't already, hit the subscribe. And if you have any questions or want any advice or help thinking through something, feel free to reach out to me at brokentobreathtaking at gmail.com in the comments or on my social medias that are listed in the description below. In the meantime, have a fantastic week, you beautiful people, and I'll see you in the next episode. See ya!